0: We acknowledge the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging.
1: The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robinvale. It's worth the drive.
0: This week has thrown a few things at us, but that just means we need to be flexible and roll with the punches. I'd like to think I am, and I know the two guys I've been working with closely over the last month or so are. They have to be, as do I. The short story is this, Pioneer Ford is part of the Clear Eyes Media family and we're currently working on a series of videos and giveaways to celebrate the launch of Fuchs Lubricants at Pioneer. We have a two-time drag racing Australian champion who walks amongst us and he also has a long relationship with and is a brand ambassador for so it seemed like a no-brainer to collaborate which Phil was more than happy to do. We were due to shoot these said videos on Monday under control conditions at the Swan Hill Dragway but rain means there's no driving on any dragway so Phil and I drove to and from Swan Hill in the Ford Mustang GT with little to no footage and having to reschedule to Wednesday which is podcast recording day. One message to Donnie to see if we could reschedule and the ever-obliging people at Pioneer Ford meant that there would be no podcast today except I always carry recording equipment with me. Always. So Phil drove on the way back and I simply recorded the conversation that went for almost an hour. I thought about editing bits out and making it tighter and drowning the background noise of the rain and the exhaust and all the rest of it but I decided, nah, you know what? Let's hear it completely raw, unedited, like being a fly on the window in that Mustang. So here it is, the first of what could be the start of many conversations in cars with Phil Lamartina. All right, let's talk about the footy for the start. For mm, We're recording.
1: Oh, you already recorded. Yeah, you've done that to me last time. Yeah. Yeah, I like to normally say, it. G'day, how are you, Jade? Why? I don't know.
0: That sounds staged. I much, I much <laughs> prefer to. I prefer it to sound like we're just recording a conversation between two people while yeah, we're no, no, sitting we're in a red
1: 5 litre Mustang <laughs> hey, we're just
0: back to Rumpa
1: It's just too, I'm too systematic though. that's my problem
0: If you want to do your high hair going, go
1: <laughs> get out of the way, go on Hi, how are you today Jake? <laughs> We've been mucked around a little bit today I was
0: going to say, I was, at the start of the day I was splendid and now um, I'm alright, we'll come back, it's alright
1: Yeah, just yeah. a passing shower
0: yeah, <laughs> you know, passing shells lasted all day so far. But that's right. Good for the farmers. Good for the farmers. Good for the carrots.
1: Excellent for yeah, the carrots. Exactly. Never knock it back.
0: No, exactly. Good for the grapes. You never say no to rain. Correct. Except for when you, when you want, want to boots. use a drag strip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not when you want to go really fast in a car. Um, footy. What happened?
1: Uh, a bit of a mixed results, I suppose, but... Um you know, first of all, congratulations to the under 14s They they come there. They were, you know, fairly injured, inju- injury depleted. Um, they had a um, couple of big guns out. Mm. Full forward missing. And um, is that Nick Nick Nick, Nick foot yeah, foot yeah, with that with that tear to yep. his um, to yeah. his groin. And um, and then in the game, yeah, Marcus Tchigaly also too. He's um, he's had a well suspected fractured leg For a while And
0: Really Yeah but he played And he's still
1: playing Yeah he's still playing. No well he, No he's had a few weeks off But he wasn't going to miss The grand final That's fair enough too And um So they strapped him up And he was all good But um And then In the first quarter Poor old Mus To Sony Just fell a little bit awkward Or someone You know Anyway it doesn't matter That's football And he's uh he, Another suspected fracture In his In his, ar, his, in his wrist Oh right I saw he had so the, on Yeah yesterday. so he's pretty You know The defend he's pretty prominent in the defence there for him. Mm. So, um, yeah, Jackson had their, their work cut out. They moved a few blokes around, and um, I've got to give a massive plug to my young bloke, Ross. He um, he, he stepped up and um, kicked three goals. Did he? Yep. Get
0: on him. So, on him.
1: Um, he's 13. 13, okay. No, 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 sorry. He's not He's not um, 13 yet. He's 13 in November, so he's... Yeah, he's still, still tw- only 12. Yeah, playing, yeah. So... Um, yeah. Hang on a second. No, what am I talking about? He's 13. He's going he's to, be, 13, he's yeah, to be 14. He's going to be 14. Of course, he's playing under 14. Um, <laughs> Jesus, that's hard when, <laughs> when you're t- your own kids. Oh, man, oh, man. Sorry. He's no, 13 years Phil, old.
0: Phil, I guarantee you <laughs> I could still ask my father how old I am and he still wouldn't know. He would know my birthday because it's the same day oh. as my auntie.
1: Oh my god I'm so embarrassed that is so stupid um yeah no he's he's 13 years old but he stepped up yeah he kicked, he kicked these uh, kick three goals and um, and they won so um, they were fairly elated and um, and then you know before that I don't know the under 16s um, you know free kick um, on the siren kid was um, you know fair way out just went all wrong. Everything was wrong And um, You know touched on the line And It was punched back in And The umpires deemed That it wasn't And Gave them a point And then it went into um, Because it was a draw Went into extra time And the boys just lost Just lost Just lost Any sort of
0: Lost their mojo Yeah
1: It's just after You know When they see that Sort of stuff happen It's hard It's hard mentally To get yourself up You know Oh,
0: And it's one of those things That um, well, first of all, the rule is: if it's a kick after the siren, as soon as it's touched, dead ball. As soon as
1: it's touched goes out of bounds, whatever, at dead ball. Well, the, the interpretation to the rules on that is apparently, if it's punched, it's a, it's a dead ball. But if it actually slips through everybody's fingers mm. and it is still touched, it counts as a point. As it, if it's gone through. Right. But the problem is. Uh, the f- video footage that we've been able to get a hold of is the ball didn't even actually go over the line. So, Moller come up, right on the line, big jump, fist out, punch, went forward, yep. dead ball. Yeah. Pretty simple. Nah. Um, central, one of the field umpires come up to the... Uh, sorry. Sorry. The the um, bount, uh, goal umpire called it dead ball. Yeah. And... Um, the field umpire came up and made him change his mind so i don't know how that works but um we're going to be asking the question
0: so you're officially gonna take it to an investigation
1: look it's we're looking at we're looking at the options um it definitely needs to be investigated but we want to we more importantly we want to please explain at the end of the day it's the grand final you talk about having the best people uh, represented at the grand final, you've got the best players in the in the comp between the two teams. Um, it wouldn't be too much to ask to have the best umpires. Now, all right, we can be critical of umpires because you know not a lot of people want to do that job. But in saying that, if you put your hand up for that job, you must fulfil the duty. The duty, and you're going to cop a, um, some criticism. Uh, I I agree, but this was a decision that. Could have been um, had time to actually have the proper process and, and the thought process gone through. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't like oh, was that holding the ball, or was that you know a, a high tackle, or did he run too far, or something? It's not a split second decision like this. Yeah. This is the sirens gone. Yeah. The the kids lining up to have a to have a a, a go at the at kicking the ball to yeah. the goals. There's nothing else going on other than that. And uh, for a starting, look, in my opinion, the video shows he clearly ran off the mark. So that should have been straightaway play on, end of game. Yeah. Nah. Still nothing. Goes over there, punch forward. The goal umpire clearly states dead ball. Our boys jump up, cheering. We've won it. Arms up in the air. Next minute, arms come back down. What's going on here? Field umpire comes in, makes the uh, the goal umpire change it to a point. He said it's either a goal or a point, which it was neither. And um, the goal umpire said, well, I suppose if you're going to make me decide, I'll, um, I'll choose a point. And that's when it went into extra time.
0: whiz! And this is... You're right, though. When... It's a grand final. You should have your best people on, and your best people should know... Like, I don't know what was going through his head, whether he didn't know what the rule was. Oh, no, or... it's
1: impossible. He's, he's a an older... Yeah. Older umpire that's umpired the game for, I don't know how many years. Lapse
0: of concentration, maybe?
1: Ah, uh, let's not get into too much of that, but mm. I don't think it was that. I think it was more towards... Um, You know, maybe there was a small amount of favouritism towards something. Are you saying he cheated, Phil? Cheating is not a... I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't wouldn't say that. That's a pretty tough word. Um, But I definitely felt that um, if the decision was the other way around, I think it would have been a different outcome.
0: Interesting. That's an interesting way to put it. I guess. So, what's the process from here? What happens now?
1: The process now is we um, just put a uh, we put a formal email through to the league, and then the ball will be in their court, and then they'll um, they'll explain the process after that. What what um, we want to do? We're going to our email is going to be fairly uh, comprehensive about what we felt happened on the day and or you know, in that split. Second incident there, and um, we we look the boys, the kids deserve an answer, and um, we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that we do get an answer for them. I don't know. I don't know. Look, I think you know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to outcome, but I think we're going to take it as far as we can. That's as that's as. Long, yeah. Well, they should have some confidence in at least
0: you know. The president and the, the club is backing is backing their juniors in, which is which is good.
1: Well, I think it's our duty, you know, and our duty of care too because these kids, I'll be honest, they just, they weren't in a really, they weren't in a good place, um, you know, after that. And, um, you know, we spent a bit of time with them, obviously, um, you know, after. And, again, their presentations and, um, you know, they're pretty much gutted. And, you know, they're not dumb. They're not silly. They um, they know what's going on. They, you know, they're at an age, sixteen years old. They know what's going on, and they, you know, they can, they can see. It's clear. The evidence is there. It's it's, it's just that blatant. Yeah, it's really
0: disappointing too, though. When you're fifteen, 15, 16 and you've been, I mean, there's, you know, there's losing gracefully, but when you've been. I use this term all the time. When you've been robbed of something that's that's clearly yours, how do you come back from that? Or do you, do, at 15 years old, you're really impressionable? Well, do, will that turn around and then you know? Well, this umpire, he's an adult; he can do
1: it. It must be okay to, you know. Well, I th- uh, the, 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 what the kids were explaining to us is this: the if it was a, it was a free, it was definitely holding the ball. And and the, it was it wasn't that the decision for the the free kick wasn't there. Yep. The, the free kick was there. Yep. So they understand that because as they said, th- they done a few dumb things on the day, yep. right? And and that's football, yep. okay? So they're not saying that they they didn't play well. They played well. They didn't have the um like mm, a lot of decisions go their way. They they're not saying that. Mm. What they're saying is that. It was a free kick, the siren had gone, and all they wanted was the rules to be followed. And the rules are you do not for a start allowed to run off the line mm. over the mark. Mm-hmm. That's that's one. So they've seen that. That that was something that they could calculate after. Yep. But what they did see was Moller coming up, mm. punching the ball forward, yep. the ball sitting in the goal square, yep. hasn't crossed the line. The goal umpire says, okay, ball dead. Mm-hmm. They jump up in celebration because they know, obviously, that's the story. Yes. You know, If the ball went sailing through mm. for a goal, so be it. Fair yeah. They lost. Yep. But they won. Mm. Clearly, mm. they won.
0: Mm. And what a great effort by Muller anyway. Like, to get yeah. up and punch that ball forward.
1: Well, it's yeah, effort. and it was, it was, you know, obviously he was there and, um, you know, right on the line. And, um, you know, it it, it look, don't, don't get me wrong. Man, nail-biting, um, you know, excitement, you know, mm. right to the end. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, if it fell the other way, I think the boys are gracious enough in defeat to say, well, you know what, unfortunately we should have done a few things a bit better in the day to not put ourselves in that situation. But... Right. The situation was the situation, and they wrote they wrote it out, and uh, they won. They won. It was it's as simple as that. It's not. It's nothing more, nothing less. It is they won, and they they knew that they won. So, though they, they went into the extra times thinking, "Hang on a second, why bother?" and they basically stopped trying, and I don't blame them. You know, when you get the you know the oxygen sucked completely out of your body, it's. Um, yeah, it's a bit yeah. heart wrenching. It's hard to come back from that, isn't it? Yeah. Um,
0: there's also a tribunal case. Uh, this will go air on Wednesday, so uh, Thursday. So it would have happened already. But tell us about who's going to the tribunal on Wednesday.
1: Uh, out of that game, mm. we we still got two from 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 the senior final. Really? Yeah. Oh well, they couldn't last week. They couldn't. Um, um, we couldn't hold the whole tribunals because obviously it was grand final week and yep. you know the league's pretty busy. So we had um, we had Colby Mannix um, reported yep. to go to the tribunal for headbutting and um, Jay Reynolds for abusive language to an umpire. Mm-hmm. Um, so we um, the, the tribunal for them two boys is set out for Thursday. Okay. Um, and um, no, what did I say? Thursday. Sorry. Thursday. When? No Thursday. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Sorry, Thursday. I'm getting confused here. Um, on Thursday, and the um, out of the under-16s game, uh, we've just been told that uh, Frankie Joe, particularly got um, reported for a, for abusive language to an umpire, and um, he'll probably take a set penalty because there's not... I don't think he's going to deny that he, he didn't do it, but obviously that was um, after the... Um, after uh, the final
0: siren? Yeah. Wow. What I'm a wonder. A no, sort of behavior, no, we don't condone that sort of behaviour. But you can understand when adrenaline is high and emotions are high and you get something like that, it's unfortunate. But what is it, what's the set penalty? Is it a week or two weeks? Uh, for that, it's uh, two weeks. Two weeks. So he'll serve them at the start of next season, obviously. Yep.
1: Well, it's going to... S- footy season's not over for you yet, then. Nah, dev, nah and, and it never really is. Um, we had our presentation on Sunday um, for all for the juniors and for the seniors and netball, and um, that went off without a hitch. It was um, it was great, great day, great family day actually for the for the club. Mm-hmm. Um, best. Of, sorry. No, go on. I was oh. just going to congratulate Philip Moy and
0: uh, and Jazzy runner up.
1: Yeah, Jazza Nealon, yeah. runner up. I'm not look, great for Phil Moy-Moy and um you know when was the last time we had to look back um you know a young bloke like that um, winning the um best and fairest which was you know good on him. He um he did have an outstanding year obviously. Yeah, we we had a few you know a few injuries with uh, with Richo and, and a lot of the boys, but um you know what? He stepped up. So. He was
0: the only Robin Bell player to make Team of the year for the league.
1: Yeah, well, that's, that was another bit of an interesting one, but well, uh, that's
0: an incredibly interesting point, I
1: think. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. The, sometimes you got to focus your energy and just in the things that you can. Um, got to choose your battles. Yeah, well, you, you, what you can influence and what you can, you know, what you can control, and um, you know, I, I try myself personally um, you know to be in a situation where to to put all my focus or, or, or energy into things that will make a that I could consider make a difference for the football club and that's where I that's where I um, that's what I do and things like you know the Sunraysia Daily Team of the Year oh, I'm sorry I, unfortunately I can't fix that yeah. you know what I mean and if they want to they're the ones that put their neck out and, and um, you know, put that team out. So they're going to have to have the criticism. Um, if it come, the criticism comes from me, so be it. comes from other people, so be it. It's not. And um, like I said, I've got more important things to do, which is um, try and, um, you know, build, give, you know, the, the proper tools for, you know, Richo and the boys to do their job.
0: Yeah. Richo's got another couple of years left on his contract, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, we re-signed him this year for another two years. Yep. Excellent. So he'll be back to full flight
0: come beginning of next season, hopefully. His quads will be all healed up, ready to go.
1: Yeah. Look, he's um, you know, he's a true professional when it comes to his um, to his fitness, and um, you know, he's he felt he already felt that he's um, he's pretty much fully recovered. He'll have a he'll put himself into a you know a proper preseason regime, um, and. He'll, um, he'll be back better and you know for it and I think um, just with a little bit more exp- you know just a little bit more experience under his belt mm-hmm. especially in the coaching role um, also too you know we signed not so much signed but you know um, uh, Mick McMahon um, you know he signed up for another two years yep. um, for another year sorry I like to just uh, well I think at the end of the day it's it's a two it's like a marriage you know what i mean there's at the end of the day he's got to be happy in that role as well so um you know th- circumstances change i don't want to say that he's got a gun to his head that he's you know he has to be the uh, the resi's coach but he's enjoying it at the moment and um he uh you know he um yeah he'll he's he'll do it another you know for another year how's
0: mm-hmm. hopper's collarbone yeah, broken. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's broken. <laughs> that, that bloke there, tough as nails.
0: One of the loosest units in the Sunraysia district, I would go so far as to say.
1: Well, you know, in that game, he's you know, he's come to the boundary and thinking it's dislocated and they're putting it back. They put <gasps> it, Oh, yeah. He's gone, put it back in and they said, all right. So they've clicked it, yanked on it, put it... And all they're doing is
0: so if it wasn't broken it is now no no it
1: was broken so what they done was they moved the bone in line oh, okay. I said oh, oh yeah right. Hoppers and Hoppers reckons good strap it up I'll be straight back out there next minute he just gets up and the, his arm falls off like falls his shoulder yeah. falls away and they reckon oh jeez Hoppers I don't think that's good I think you better go and get a scan on that <laughs> he reckons yeah I think it um, yeah it doesn't feel too good and um, he's come back and it's broken he oh. broke his collarbone Not bad at
0: all. Hey, um, so we're recording this in uh, Cole Rogers' red Mustang that we were supposed to take to shoot a video because
1: you're a brand ambassador for Fuchs Lubricants. Yeah, obviously through drag racing, um, we've had a long association with uh, Fuchs, and um, over the years and become, you know, pretty much part of the Fuchs family and um a lot of people don't realize that oh you know a lot of people say oh you know um you're endorsing the you know the product because uh they pay you well
0: uh, they're not paying you for today neither are piney ford
1: no that's correct but um the the relationship with fuchs first started with uh, one of the sales rep came and seen us and yep. they wanted they wanted the business on the farm yep. uh we were with castro and we said um You know, they said, oh, look, if we, you know, tip a little bit of money into the race car, this was way back in the early days, 15-odd years ago. Um, They said, uh, you know, will you use the product? We said, listen, this is how it works around here. We can't endorse a product that we don't believe in. So you drop off some engine oil for the truck. Mm -hmm. We'll put it in the truck and um, we'll try it first and then we'll let you know if you're allowed to be associated with us. And I know that sounds rude or... No, it's fair enough though, because you're running, you know, millions of dollars worth of trucks. You've got to believe in what you're putting in. it. Well, and we're putting our name to the brand, as well. So a lot of people, you know, if look and see if we're using something, we don't. We want to make sure that it, you know, we, it's 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 good quality. Anyway, we um, we put it in a truck, and um, and would you believe um, it, uh, it? It performed that well. We actually didn't have to. Do any uh, do a top up between services, which like, um, like we didn't have to, yeah. So really? it didn't yeah, it didn't burn any compared to our product we were using. Yeah. And um, we said, look, it's uh, it's good quality, and it is it is good quality product. And then once we got right into it, and they showed us, you know, their facilities and the lab and the, the technical, you know, side of things and and all that and all the and and also to what lubricants they actually you know, do make the diverse range. I think it's, uh, they're up to 3,000.
0: 3,000 di- different lubricants?
1: Not three, 3,000 different packaging materials. Phil, answer me this. When it
0: rains, why do people lose the ability to drive properly?
1: Oh, I don't think they had it in the first place. So don't <laughs> worry about the rain. Come <laughs>
0: We've just-, just had a... Uh- a Subaru Now that makes me I, I drive with kids a lot And on this high We're on the Murray Valley Highway At the moment Oh god Now that's wrong. Um, I've got kids in the car If someone does that And I drive a big heavy four wheel drive Not so easy to pull up But this um, How do you find the Mustang?
1: Yeah Mustang's going real well actually <laughs> um, So what the Look the story is with driving I'm not you know, I'm not saying I'm the best driver out there, but at the end of the day, um, everyone says, oh, you know, make sure you be careful when you're driving, you know, when you're driving, right? What the problem is is today is, no, you don't have to be concerned about yourself driving. You need to be concerned about what everyone else is doing. Yeah, correct. And um, so when I come up to that intersection and seen that car, I basically, my first instinct is to assume that they're not going to stop. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, you start already thinking, okay, what I need to do in that situation? Rather than say, oh my God, how silly. Because at the end of the day... They I, are I, silly though. Well, they are silly, but I, I, was, I assumed that they were silly. Yeah.
0: Well, I think you've got to... You do, you're right, you have to drive like that. And I yeah. drive the, sa- the same. I think when I was... Before I turned 25, you know how before you turn 25, your car insurance is a lot yes. dearer? So I went and did an Amy defensive driving course. So it reduces the premium on your insurance. I, and same thing, they teach you exactly that.
1: I'm a big advocate for, um, I believe that um, everybody, I know they say the learners to get the hours up, that's a great idea and everything and with the logbook.
0: You um, should become an P mentor. That'd be fun. F-
1: for the person learning no, it would for, be.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. But <laughs> Leon and Trav do it at the, with Clongtuff Yeah,
1: at I, school. I, as it, I said to Sarah the other... The other day I said, you know what, I should do that, right? Yeah, she reckons. That. Are you crazy? Not with uh anyway. <laughs> You'd be teaching them all bad habits, but i tell you what, they'd be pretty cool after I fit. Absolutely. <laughs> uh nah we'd um Go on, sign
0: up now. oh at least have a chat to Leon and Trav about it.
1: Alright, yeah. I might do that. Okay, I did go. think about it honestly. Yeah,
0: well excellent. You can have a chat. It's the most we can do here right now. Um so we' talking about folks before. sorry
1: and uh, yeah and that's when the relationship started they um, they uh, you know tipped a bit of money into the and I mean a little bit of money into the into the car with a bit of product mm. and uh, we actually started using their product on the farm and then and that's how the relationship grew and um, all sorts of lubricants like for any any application yeah. and um, like I said it's um, you know I've got a great relationship with the MD and and all the people that work there and um, and 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 f- you know, Fuchs is still um, you know family-run company all the way, all the way, in, all the way over in Germany.
0: Mm. I was supposed to go to a Fuchs family wedding in Austria at the end of um, end of August. And decided to buy a caravan instead. Well, I can't leave my boys for too long.
1: And I, t- I think um, I might have mentioned to you once before, but you know the translation for Fuchs into English.
0: Yeah, I remember you told me. I
1: can't it's remember. fox. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That so sense. that's a
1: bit of useless yeah. information.
0: So um, uh, nothing's useless information, Phil. There's no such thing as useless information. Um, so Pioneer Ford have just gone, they've just changed to Fuchs, which is why we're doing this little bit of a collaboration at the moment. Um, and the plan is to do a nice video shoot um, with, the, with the Mustang and with Fuchs, and have you take it for a test drive. But um, you've driven it a little bit now give us a bit of a rundown on on the car
1: oh well obviously there's um this is the mustang gt with a five liter in it and stock standard you know for a car for the what the price tag that it comes with is actually probably quite reasonable price for the power that you do get so as a you know performance car street car um you know it's a 10-speed auto where i thought you know normally when you want to drive a car you'd like to you know be in charge of <laughs> like, to, like yeah, a manual, like drive, a manual yeah, yeah like to drive right mm-hmm. but um it's got that you know that the uh, sequential shifting on it which is um you can go you know there's diff- that many different modes um you know for just for normal driving and then you can change the tone on the exhaust pipe, uh, the exhaust note, and um, and then also too you can different modes of driving, where it'll you know downshift um, with higher RPM and and all that sort of thing, and you can go to or you can go all the full manual sh- into the paddle shifts as well if you want. So options are endless there, um, you know, uh, for the road, um, well and truly more power than you would need. Get yourself out of trouble if you needed to overtake quite quickly. Or get yourself out of a bit of a situation um, but um, the, the rides a bit firm but that's what you would get you know with a sports car yeah. um, obviously it's quite low bit of a nice stance um, can have the back and probably a little bit loose because um, there's a fair fair amount of engine up the front so you know um, turning into corners you've got to be just be a little bit careful if you're under power you know not to get the the back to step out but mm. if you learn you, you drive to the conditions and you drive to the vehicle you're you're steering so um nah, but all in all not a bad little package mm. and it looks good looks good and um what else like eh, the features you know um active um cruise control mm.
0: um, and that dashboard you can change to pretty change. much display anything you want ben ran me through them last week and changed the um, changed the exhaust what do you call it the exhaust note Note. I just you know what I thought I'll be honest with you (laughs) when I first started driving I had a boyfriend that had a WB white 5 litre ute I know this is back in 1997 but anyway I was a bit of a bogan then and I loved the sound of a V8 I thought that part of me because I drive a Toyota now I shouldn't say that on a Ponty Ford podcast but whatever um I thought that part of me had died until we bought a speedboat and you hear that lumpiness of a big engine and then Ben switched this Mustang on the other day and you hear that exhaust and you go "Oh, nah. There it is." Yeah. Yeah. And
1: different cars obviously have different notes and and you can a lot of cars you can overdo it. Obviously there's no better sound than the V8, right? Mm-hmm. And depends on the camshaft and the overlap you can get a really nice sound note. But traditionally, traditionally a five-litre V8 engine would nearly have like for you know for a you know streetcar uh, probably the best note out of a out of a V8 yeah. possibly obviously you have to have the tuned exhaust, extractors, twin pipes out the back, all that sort of thing. But there's a there's a crackle. That comes out, mm-hmm. but then also too you can get it. Um, you can get a tinny note. Yeah. Some v like some some people overdo it, and you yeah. get a bit of a tinny. Yeah. And there's a. I like a, a bit more of a deeper, yeah, I like the lumps. Di- yeah, a deeper sounding one, yeah. rather than that little that more of that, that. I don't really like that higher higher pitch one. Yeah. Um, like even the V8 supercars now that are they running. Don't sound at, like they used no, to. they don't because they they've got that. You Know they're, they're screaming to you know, probably, uh, not probably, uh, you know, around around up up around that 11,000 rpm. Now, that's not real good, um, for longevity of an engine, so, um, but you need, um, yeah, you I like that, uh, that real, that, that lumpy, um, that lumpy real deep V8, tone V8, sound, yeah. yeah.
0: Sounds like a Mustang should sound.
1: Oh, well, what a real car should sound like, I suppose. <laughs>
0: hey how's the development of the top fuel car coming
1: yeah no, we're going all right. um we've uh, just getting ready for the the, the new season um, we've re-wrapped the, the trailer the race trailer and uh, I've seen the
0: trailer its some... when are you gonna it's... unveil that to the public
1: oh just it's in the shed it's in the workshop at the moment so that's where the, the job got done but we need to get it in out Sydney. In Sydney, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we need to get it out in the, out in the open and take, us and take some photos. But we could do the, the podcast first, from the back of the, the trailer first, uh, easily. Um, but the first outing for the trailer, together with the car, will be October 11 at Sydney Dragway, when I just go. We go a bit of testing and, and a bit of licensing. And um, but the unveiling of the of the the livery mm. on the on the race car will be before that. Um, at the moment, the the panels have just been repainted and um, taken to Bendigo at YBI Creative The Drew and Rob there the boys just killer designers done a Drew's
0: a killer I've seen designer. that too Bruce, and
1: it's Bruce, amazing um, Drew's been doing our work for, for just forever and um, he's just his creative mind is ridiculous um, but let um, me ask you this he's a creative mind, creative genius one might say
0: What's his office look like? Is it clean or is it messy?
1: Yeah, it's mint. It's is active, it
0: mint. It's oh, see, no, that do, that does nothing for my no, argument. No,
1: but he's, not mint in the sense like he is. Yeah, no, it's not. It's it's pretty good.
0: I I like to claim that because I'm a creative mind. I like to. One of my bosses said to me very early on in radio, you can't be creative in a clinical
1: space. It has oh, to be messy and it it's all
0: it, it's. It's being creative when there's mess everywhere. My husband hates it.
1: Yeah, look, I know what you're saying. Like he's got, he'd have yeah, but no, he, he's no, he, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's like hospital, but you know, like it, no, he's pretty, he's neat and tidy, but he's like he's it, a grapho, though, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Stra- yeah. yeah. Oh straight up. Like how did... over the years, I just say, how do you think of that sort of stuff? You know what I mean? Like how does it just come? But obviously, you know, it just comes naturally to him, yeah. but. Um, and then, yeah. So we'll we'll get the car out and um, we'll, we'll rewrap that and um, and we'll get it out on, on the same deal on October where people will be able to get to see it. And um, yeah, really looking forward to doing a few laps. I bet. Before then, we're going to come back
0: with the Mustang um, this week. If it so, we couldn't do it today. Couldn't shoot this uh, this video today because
1: of the rain. That's all right. We'll um, we'll come back. We'll do that thing and and Pioneer Ford's gonna go have a little bit of a promotion going with um, got to we'll get the timing um, we've got the timing uh, system happening at at um, at Swan Hill mm. at the dragway and um and we'll what's the name? We'll uh, we'll, we'll do a time and we'll have to get the uh, that's going to be the promotion I think, isn't it? We're gonna they're gonna have to pick the time to win. Yeah, races.
0: yeah, I think so. Is that the... Ch- you're going to set yourself a challenge? Oh. see how fast you can well, get down the drag strip in this car?
1: Oh, well... May as well. We're not there to go slow, that's no, for sure. we're not, not going to try and find the slowest time. No, we're well, gonna- that's true. We're not
0: there to make pancakes. Um, but, yeah, and Fuchs have jumped on board as well. They're going to give away a heap of stuff, and Loft 13 have um, jumped on board and given away a couple of vouchers as consolation prizes. So, Ben... Um, Ben's... Ca- I was actually really surprised because this was, in my mind doing what I do this idea when I saw this Mustang in the showroom after I'd spoken to Ben a couple of times and he said oh we've just changed to Fuchs, and then you put two and two together and you go oh Phil's just up the road and he's making a comeback great so I I had had a word to Ben just thinking oh this will probably never ever happen in a million years he's not going to let me take the Mustang to Swan Hill under controlled conditions on a drag strip and see how far it goes but both he and Colway yep, absolutely go for it. Just make sure you get a photo doing things that you can't do on a public yeah. road. And yeah. I I thought at the time that is the best client brief I've ever had in my life.
1: Now, you looked at it as a client brief. I just say as an endorsement, as a, mm. car, as a car guy, because mm. I love cars, yeah. um, for someone to have enough faith that they... Just hand you the keys to their car, and it's not hand the keys to you know Prius. Mm. You know, Mm. it's it's handing you the keys to a car where you can you know get into a bit of strife. You can bend it, and um, that's a great endorsement. I'll be honest for myself personally.
0: Well, it's it's amazing that, but I think, and it always comes back to this. This is this is what you get living in a small town like Robinvale. You couldn't do this with any dealer in the city. There's just no way. There's no way. No. Yeah, no, no, no not quick. even if you are Phil Lamatina. You know, not oh, yeah. gonna walk into a Ford dealer and go, "Give us the keys to that Mustang, so I can see how quick it can go." No, not really. No, they're not. So yeah, for Pioneer Ford to have an incredible amount of trust in in both of yeah, us, both is, of us. Um, is amazing. So we thank Pioneer Ford. We do. Um, and hopefully we get. Hopefully we do get a um, a really good photo for the wall. And an even better, even better video. Um, so October is your your oh, first run.
1: Yeah, I'll oh, back in the car. Yeah, it'll be first run. We're gonna we've got a private track hire, which basically means um, there's going to be just a limited amount of vehicles that are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not a lot of hoo ha, fanfare, nothing. I just want to keep it sort of very low key um, for ourselves personally um, and the team. Um, just go out there. Uh, it's going to be a bit over. F- oh, well and truly over four years since i um um you know st- stepped on the loud pedal on the fuel car and um for you know for me i think i don't know you know it's probably it's probably going to be a lot of mixed emotions excitement that's one thing for sure uh Are you, nervous
0: yet? you know you'd have to be uh, wouldn't you
1: no that's, really? pro- I, no, I, I, no, that's my problem. I
0: know I No that's my problem. It is a problem.
1: I, I don't know if that's the I don't know if that's the normal thing to say, no, you know what I mean? Like, am I
0: There's probably not a not a lot of people to ask that have done what you've done and come back, first of all, to tell the story, B to do it again.
1: Yeah, you, you know, like you're right, um, and I don't I probably I, I do take that I'm not blasé about it. Don't get me wrong. I know how lucky I am. Don't don't get me wrong. And 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 a lot of close friends of mine. I think I've gone through this. You know, have still said to me. Hey, you know, seriously, dude. Have you thought about it? You know, and and the more I think about it, the the more I want to do it. And it's crazy, you know. And um, I don't want to feel like I'm, te- I'm 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 cheating death, and then you know something happens and and it. Uh, you know, oh, I told you so, you know. like, But for me, um, and it's not that I feel invincible or anything, it's just, um, like I said, I, I can't explain why, but I just want to do it so badly again. And, you know, it's it's crazy. It's, yeah. I don't know, I just can't, I can't put it in words. I, don't I know think why. it's I one of those things, like back in the
0: day when I lived coastal, I, was, I surfed a lot And I would always say Because people would often You know you go to You go over to Western Australia on a surf trip or whatever And you'd have to um, There we go again Silly drivers Tell me that wasn't silly <laughs> no, well, That was <laughs> silly Anyway um, So you go over to Perth and you'd have to sign a shark waiver And people are like what are you Are you crazy And you're like well yeah maybe I am but, but see, if something happens...
1: But guess guess what, Jade? To me, doing that, signing a shark waiver, to me, I think you're crazy.
0: Getting in a car and driving 500 k's down there in something that you've crashed twice already, that's crazy. But my see, point is, yeah. if you, you're out there doing what you love to do, and if something happens, you know what? You're doing what you love.
1: I... I always said that, um, you know, on my tombstone it's going to say, you know, uh, here lies, you know, whatever, Phil, I'm a Tina, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he never died wondering.
0: Well, yeah.
1: And um, it's just, I see over the years that I'm, if I'm, you know, fortunate enough to be in a situation where I can do this, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of people worse off than me. Mm. A lot of people mm. worse off than me, you know, health wise health issues you know people that you hear about it at, at an early age have a heart attack mm. which we just mm. witnessed on the weekend here in Romville, you know such a sad situation mm. right, um situation. so is that a is that motivation to go and do that and, and put yourself at risk i don't know um you know like i said i could probably take up drinking and smoking but you know what i mean like is that good for you? No. no. So, what is good for you? What What is where Where is that balance? And I think at the end of the day, the balance comes from what makes you happy.
0: I think you're absolutely
1: right. I think and you people f- shouldn't not that they shouldn't be judged. I think people need to be um, celebrated if they've made a decision that they've made something to make them happy. You know.
0: You know what? I think if you're out there, you're achieving and you're living. That's something in itself to be celebrated. Because too often, particularly these days, and you know what it's like, There's always. doesn't matter what you do, there's always someone that's going to try and tear you down, and that says more about them than it does about you. So I think if you're putting yourself out there and you're going to have no regrets at the end of the day, that's something so that should be absolutely celebrated.
1: And I agree. So, you know, just getting back where you talk about you know different reactions from different people mm. from the actual drag racing community mm. I've, I've had nothing but support Oh, I can imagine. unbelievable can't wait because they get it you mm. know what i mean not that they get it that other people sorry what i'm seeing they understand what i'm what, what i'm doing where, you're coming from. where i'm coming yeah. from and so nothing but support can't yeah. wait for you to get back can't wait to see you out there you know and you're really highly
0: regarded in the in the drag racing world as well. Like oh. there's also that. So yeah, you know, you've won two Australian championships. You're not some you're not some mug from the bush.
1: man don't it's, forget and, oh, and, yeah, your and teams won
0: four. I'm saying yeah. you. Oh
1: yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: Um you know, so it's for someone like you to come back in that world, yeah of course they're excited. They're getting one of their champs back. Well it's like I... Rocky Balboa coming back. <laughs>
1: Johnny Farnham's last tour again (laughs) Luke Hodgson making another return he's retired again Uh, no but if you can offer like I said I can contribute an offer I'm going to be I'm going to be out there and I just I say to anybody if you know there's a there's a dream or there's an opportunity that you know that comes up man take it grab it with both hands take a risk Mm. put yourself out there Mm -hmm. vulnerable Um, you know What's the worst that can happen? You know what I mean. Like in the situation, you get knocked down. Guess what? Pick yourself back up again. Dust yourself off, and then what are you going to do? Get criticised from the people that are watching from the sidelines that never ever had a go? Yeah. You know what I mean? Have a go. Have a go. You never know. It's quite
0: rewarding. That's it. Well, exactly. And you know what? You you learn you learn much more from losing and failure than you'll ever ever win, ever ever learn from winning. One hundred percent. So. Um, How's Sarah going with it all? I spoke to her the other day. I want to get her on the podcast yeah,
1: you need, too. You need to get her on the podcast. You, yeah. you, get her to start telling the stories about you know when I was in hospital and sort of fairly um, influenced <laughs> under the medication. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's hilarious. But now you got to get her. Got to get her to talk about it. And mainly, also too, she's got a she's got a side of of the story that she can tell mm. that. Um, You know, for myself personally, I, you know, I never experienced because it's got it comes from her. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, yeah. look, she she's a mother Mm. and a wife. So at the end of the day, um, and an all round cool chick, really. (laughs) (laughs) She is, really. I'm I'm not denying that, of course. Um, She is cool, like.
0: And very supportive and very grounded. I too, I find Sarah. I find her very, which is probably why I'm not going to say a dependent. But oh, do you find, do you yeah. find that's why, like you said last time when we spoke, you probably couldn't get dressed without her?
1: I'm very dependent on her. That's what I mean. Oh, sorry. I mean. No, oh, no, yeah. That's
0: what I mean. That, because she is so grounded and she's a, she's very strong and no, there's no rubbish with Sarah. There's no fluff. No. She's not Willy Wonka. She's not sugarcoating anything. Do you think that's where where your relationship sort of set in stone from the ground, like because of that grounding force that she is?
1: Oh, look, at the end of the day, um, in any relationship, like I said, there's a bit of, you know, there's give and take, right? Yeah. In any relationship, it doesn't matter, marriage, uh, business, whatever, it doesn't matter. Now, the best, and, and look, truly, honesty is the best in any relationship, honesty is the best policy. Right now, um, if I've been and and trust. Now the thing is, is if I've been a bit of a a dick, for instance, for whatever reason, she won't belittle me or anything in, like out there. But you get back in the car or back at home, and she's like, "Dude, what, what are you doing?"
0: <laughs> That's every married couple. <laughs> when you're out together, the bloke is always being the twit and as soon as that d- car door shuts right dickhead that's <laughs> uh, every marriage
1: as, as we always say uh, you know um who wears the pants in the family well my wife allows me to pretend that i do wear them outside in public yeah. and then she wears them uh, yeah. back at home so that's good and look it's it, you got to have um you know the also too she's got to have her her own identity as well and um, as being very supportive of what I do um, she still has built um, a a good rapport with you know the other competitors um, out there as well in the drag racing world and also too um, you know even with anything that I'm doing also too with the football and she's very supportive and she's um, she's uh not opinionated, but she likes to... It's always good to get a women's perspective on things too. And I I actually... actually, And and a lot of things, a lot of things I actually ask uh, for her opinion because 99.9% of the time she's right. Exactly.
0: But I think most men that... I think most men know that. I think most smart men know to ask for a woman's opinion. Well. With things
1: that, you know. And I don't ask just for the sake of lip service. I actually ask because I genuinely want to know what the the actual Mm. answer is. Mm. Not so much the answer, sorry. What her perspective would be, would be. And then she would say, yeah, but have you considered this? Mm. And it's like, well, no. I didn't even actually even Mm. consider that. And um, men
0: and women think really differently. Yeah,
1: well, what they say, men are from Mars and women women are are from from Venus.
0: Yeah, but... uh, in terms of like a, a, when you're doing communications and stuff, they think really differently, which is oh. why it's always good to get both sides, both sides of the story, both both perspectives. Doesn't matter how flat you make a pancake, <laughs> it's always three sides. So, anyway, yeah,
1: and so on that side of things, yeah, I yeah definitely um, then yeah, like I said, definitely get her in.
0: Mm. I will. I'll have to chase her up in the next before basketball starts anyway, because she's always busy with that. She's not even on the committee, is she? Uh,
1: no, this year I think she's. Um, no, she actually didn't. She done the juniors, like the, the Aussie hoops. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, yeah.
1: I think she. I think um, if Ariana's got to do that again, I think she might. I think she might help out with Aussie hoops. Maybe yeah. I think. Yeah. She, she's. She, always scoring and oh, no, all the rest of it. You don't, you don't have to be on the committee to help. No,
0: out. I know, but she's. Up. I always thought she was part of the committee because of the amount that she does <laughs> at basketball. I think she just she likes the um, she likes the um, the social activity social. and I love because I ref at basketball I love having Sarah at the school bench because it's like watching the Muppets <laughs> it's hilarious so anyway we'll get her in in the next couple of days we will hopefully get this video shot Jay, this the, week do you think maybe the
1: drought's broken what's going on here like I don't know it's was... meant to be just like one to five mil we just like, I know how much do you reckon we've had I don't know it's we're getting into, well Boundary Bend now, and um, it's there's water laying on the road now, so... We're getting
0: into Boundary Bend. We've been speaking non-stop for 50 minutes. Have we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is right. what happens when you put a Lamatina and a for car in a car together, <laughs> I suppose. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of rain. I wouldn't say it's drought-breaking no, rain, but, but gee whiz. It's well, impressive. It is, and... Um, Apart from all the farmers that have started cutting for hay already, that'll
1: be annoying. Well, look unfortunately when it comes it's never the right time for some sort some people but at the end of the day we're not gonna we're not gonna uh, knock it back uh, unfortunately this poor countries, um you know very thirsty and um, at the moment and very dry and um any bit of rain anywhere i think is uh, is a big help especially to take the pressure off the, off the river system I know water is a You know A very big And strong topic Yeah
0: Can we On the way to Swan Hill You were talking about An idea that you and your Dad had That we're talking about Because on story time With Tony Natale The other day He was talking about The the original issue Comes from the unbundling Of water from land Tell us Paraphrase yep. The idea that You and I were discussing before
1: Okay well Obviously My dad's been around A long time And um, he's He's uh, he comes up with some ideas, and you think, geez, "Man, how do you, how, you know?" But he's he's just he's been around a long time. He's and he's and he's he's been in Melbourne, and he's been here, and he's been there, and he's different water sources and everything like that. And you know, he come up with an idea the other day that he said to us. He said, "It's not the problem. Isn't who owns the water? That's not a problem, it, because you know there's a lot of criticism about you know lawyers, solicitors, anyone with a bit of free cash." are using the you know water as a commodity his idea is to attach the ownership of water to an aul mm. so you can't have an aul unless you own land and then it's capped mm. so whatever aul you do have on your land maybe what you can do is a percentage either it's 100 percent, or maybe 110 20 30 depends what it what it is is an aul
0: based on how many acres you've
1: got no 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 no, you, it depends on how much um, AUL you actually have attached to that land. Right, okay. So, um, and what crop you use, like at the time yep. that the AUL was set up for, very yep. similar to what Tony was saying about yeah. the feet water and all that sort of thing yep. on 30 acres. Got so that. that that's how the equation, on, on, like I said, I'm no expert, but in simple terms, AUL, yep. ownership of water comes with an AUL, and that's yep. it. Yep. So if someone wants to own 10,000 megs of Water, for instance, as an as an argument, you need to have ten thousand uh, ten thousand megs of AUL. Now, I'll, so you now,
0: what was the what was the idea around how do we buy back the water that, that's being held, or how are we well going to get it back?
1: Unfortunately, my take is that um, instead of waiting for a period of time, I believe that the the people that have owned that water that don't really need to have it basically have made their money on that water um, you could do a, you could do a a, a a low figure buyback or um, take it off them just directly that's it put it over there in a pool um, set up a like an auction system slowly get it out to the people that want to buy it, the actual real people that need to use it because it's not a commodity it's a resource and so they can actually buy that resource for the commodity that they are growing.
0: Yeah, I and that's where it's getting confused.
1: It's getting isn't it? very confused. And um, what's happened is, is uh, the ability to make money on water, and um, that's influenced the decision making. And that's where it's it's wrong. Um, if I've chosen to grow carrots, which we do, and um, you know we can only make X amount of dollars compared to the guy that even wants to grow wheat. Why should he be at a disadvantage to grow wheat? We still need wheat to make flour to make bread. So what's the difference? We've still got to eat. If someone wants to, you know, grow grapes or wine grapes or carrots, as, as I said, or lettuce or broccoli or any sort of leafy lines or any stone fruit or whatever, whatever whatever your expertise or your specialty is, the, the, the water is only a resource to grow the commodity, not, not to have the commodity as, as the water as well. Yeah. You can't make money on both. So attach it to the AUL. If you want to do a buyback system, like I said, there's probably smarter people in there. But what we don't want to be doing, we don't want to be leaving a situation where we leave it open for a 12-month period where these guys find a loophole and all of a sudden go and do all this sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, AUL attached to the land can only have water as a certain certain percentage. It could even be 120%, maybe. doesn't matter a little bit more, you could own a little bit more water than you do have the AUL, so be it. And what's wrong with the farmer having that ability to maybe lease a little bit of water and make a little bit of money on the side?
0: You're not going to lease that water for
1: $800 a megalitre net like it is now, though, are you? And, 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 and what the problem is, is you take the value out of it and then all of a sudden it's a commo- it won't be a commodity. It's not anymore. a commodity anymore, exactly.
0: We should get uh, Rocky in for a chat as well one of these days gee
1: whizzer he'd have some stories oh he's got a bit of a story he's um f- for his uh, 70th birthday we uh we, we got a guy to um come in and and um, write a bit of a story and a book on him and um it's not a it's not a real long huge book but uh yeah no he's got he's got he's had some stories over his time and buying and selling a bit of land and um he's always he's always been a farmer and um and and always you know the value of the land and loves his country, mm. loves Australia, the opportunities here in Australia, he um, you won't get a, a more Aussie bloke than me dad, that's for sure. Well,
0: that's, and that's the thing, um, you know, your dad came here with nothing, like, came here with nothing, and he's worked, and as he's got older, with you boys as well, on the farm, um, he's worked his whole life and really hard to get where he is now.
1: Yeah, I, he look. He just he passed the ball on to us a long time ago and said, "Listen, you just you guys run with it now and that's it." Now the only like not the only thing, but he the, the everyone's got to do something, and um, and he he's um, he's always got he's always had been have this ability to look in any sort of situation. A lot of people come to him and. And um, ask him for some advice, and it could be about anything. And he, what he doesn't, what he's never ever done, and which he hates doing, is complicate things. He'll simplify things so down to something that you say, "Um, oh, you're making a big deal out of nothing." And so he, he simplifies things. Um, he's always taught us responsibility in anything that you do, and uh, don't ever take on a job if you can't. If you're not going to be responsible for it and um and that's that's just the little things that he's taught us over time and it's just it seems to work you know like that's the the culture that we just we like to live by and we always taught to he's always been a giving person and um and at the end of the day if, even if we haven't got it we'll still give and the opportunity to give in back into the community is always. It's either you know, it doesn't always have to be in a financial manner. It can be just your time, yep. and um, just yeah. And that's why I think at the end of the day, he's realised that you know whatever. That's back to the story about whatever makes you happy. So um, yeah, he's he can have a conversation with anybody, the prime minister. The queen, and then he'll be back down to the guy on the street. He'll just pull up. Back down to the Happy Valley shop. Oh no, just anywhere. Yeah, yeah he, he'll be just, and you know, who was that guy? He goes, I don't know, I just met him. <laughs> You're talking to him as if you've known him for a hundred years. And um, and you know, some people just want a bit of time. That's all. Yep, that's yep, it, just some time. Yep. We'll have to
0: uh, we'll have to give him some air time very very soon because he'd be. I'd love to sit down and just. Have a coffee and a chin wag with Rocky. That would be awesome. Phil, thank you very much. We will um, chat to you again soon. But we're going to chat to your wife next, like, as in maybe next week, as soon as I can. Uh, as soon as it, I can lock in some down. time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. She's a busy woman. Um, but thank you very much. Thank you for today. Even though we didn't get anything done, keep an eye out on Facebook uh, on Pioneer Ford's Facebook in particular. Fox will probably share it on their Facebook too. I would imagine. Once we get it yeah, so the video will be everywhere eventually. We might even do some Facebook Live stuff when we do actually get out to the strip and um, and can really open things up. So thank you, Phil. We'll talk to you again soon.
1: I appreciate it and uh, keep up the good work.
0: So there you have it, completely unedited, unadulterated conversations in cars. Now, we did get back there on Wednesday and I have to remember that Phil Lamatina is a rock star in the drag racing world, so when I drove the car into the dragway today, it was honestly like I had Elvis Presley in the car. Kids had thrown sickies so they could be there. There were grandmothers with their grandkids and hardcore motorsports enthusiasts who just wanted to meet and talk to this guy who we see and talk to every day. The video series will be up soon, but Cole and Ben are away fishing, so we better wait to show them before we release it to the public. And I really must thank Phil for his time, patience, driving expertise and willingness to participate in this project. But it just shows that even though he's a bit of a rock star, he still does have local interests at heart. So thanks, Phil. Donnie also for being so flexible this week. Mel from Fooks for coming along both days and supplying a load of merch and product to give away. And of course, the whole team at Pioneer Ford who trusted us enough to do what we do. Make sure you come to Leading Appliances in Robinvale on Friday for a bit of a podcast live event from their fifth birthday party.
1: Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.